So I was invited on this show. They contacted, hey, we want to have Jesse on the show. My, the, the guy on my end set it up. And so yesterday I was, after I did my show, I think around 12.30 Pacific time yesterday. And so while we're sitting here waiting for them to get rolling, so the host of the show comes on and he says to Jesse, well, hey, Jesse, thank you for coming on. I'm like, oh, okay. And he asked me just before the show started, so you were the one that started, did you start White History Month? I'm like, yeah, I found it. I started it. You started White History Month. I'm like, yeah, I did. And fourth year coming up next month, July is White History Month. And it just feels good. And he said, oh, okay. And then uh, they, they started the countdown the the uh the opera the uh, engineer said, Okay guys, uh sixty seconds uh before the show. He like, I can't wait. Let's put it to thirty seconds right away. Let's do thirty seconds. I'm ready. And uh, so the show started. And uh it was by a guy and I never heard of this person before. Rashi Richie show. It was on the Young Turk Network. Young Turks Network. And the show was called Indisputable. And I had no idea how the show was going to go. As I do with all things now, I have a wait-and-see attitude. Most of the time, I don't even, you know, most of the time I may ask my uh, uh, PR guy, what do they want to talk about? And he'll tell me what they want to talk about. I do no research. I don't write down notes. I have no pre-planned idea of what I'm going to, how I'm going to respond or what I'm going to say, right? I have never written a speech down. Even for church service, if things happen during the week, I'll jot down the incident so I can remember to bring it up. But I've never written a church so-called sermon or I've never written a debate uh, or anything like that, right? Because I want to know that I know for myself that I am with the Father. I'm with God. And if God has me doing what I'm doing, I want to know what he will have me to say or do. So I never pre-write stuff down. Just little stuff I need to remember to mention to you, incidents and things like that, right? Like Black Lives Matter burned down the police department or something. <laughs> something dumb. But so I didn't know how this was going to go. I just had a wait and see attitude. And I was surprised, but not surprised. One of the reasons I was so surprised that this went the way it went, because during the, before the show started, the guy seemed so excited about having me on. I thought it was going to be a good challenge. All thoughts and lies, right? So I expected the guy to hang in there because he seemed. Did you expect the guy to hang up like that? Because Chris was no, here. No, he I was thought, an engineer. He was here. Yeah, I, I totally thought he was. I thought he was like feeding you the exact questions that he wanted to fight you on. Yeah, I thought he was like ready to go. Like I figured he knew that you disagreed with everything that he agreed with. So right. I thought he was just. All right, Jesse, what do you think about this? You would say that you disagree with it, so he could then 
you know, go to battle with you, basically. Right. But that yeah. was not the case. Like you say, all thoughts were lies. That was not the case. <laughs> I was surprised. And he did seem like he was ready for the battle. Um. Yeah, he had to, like, doubly confirm. You started White History Month, right, before the show started? <laughs> right. So, oh, I, I wanted to say that I, I don't know if i ever been on a show where they just started out like that with those kind of questions. Yeah. Normally, they kind of have you talk about what you do, the organization, or yeah. whatever you do. But he came out like he was ready for a battle. But instead, he put his tail between his legs with his own show, and he ran. And he reminded me of that that boy. Um, what that white boy name? He's like real beta, real liberal. Oh, Patman. Yeah, Patman oh, or something like that. David. Yeah, yeah, David Patman. That Patman. guy is insufferable. This guy wanted to talk about policy. Who would want to talk about policy? Well, it doesn't make sense. As long as you know the policy policy makers, you already know the policy, right? He wanted to get it, and that's what intellectuals do because they have no God. He pretended I needed to read some bill or something. It was it was amazing, really amazing. So yesterday I was on R- Rashad Ricky's show. He calls himself a doctor, but I have no idea what kind of doctor he is or if that's true or not. Here is what happened yesterday on Dr. Rashi, Rashad Ricky's show from the Turk, Young Turks Network. Watch this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, I have a conservative radio talk personality, TV host, extreme conservative, and he's proud of it, <laughs> Pastor Jesse Lee Peterson, founder president of Bond, B-O-N-D, and host of JLP Show and The Fallen State. Um, Pastor Peterson, good day. Welcome to Indisputable. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Sir, you all have a celebration coming up next month. Um, are you not the founder of um, White History Month, I think, which starts in July? Yeah, we're going to be celebrating our fourth year of White History Month mm-hmm. in July. And the, and the reason that we started it in July is because if you notice, July just feels white. Yeah. You know, it's, it's summertime, vacation time, relaxing uh-huh. time, reflecting time, and appreciating the yeah. greatest country on this side of heaven. Gotcha. And uh, so we are recognizing that and showing our appreciation for it. I think it's important for people to know um, you're not a comedian. Uh, what you're <laughs> saying, right, what you're saying, this is actually you. You do this. Um, you did You did found. You're the founder of White History Month. Yes. Uh, you've also been very critical of Juneteenth. You have called it a fake holiday. Uh, but you are... Um, you want to make sure that everyone supports White History Month. Absolutely. I do, want, I do want to have a policy discussion with you about the George Floyd Policing and Accountability Act. I'm going to attempt to have that policy discussion with you. Uh, 
do you agree or disagree with the George Floyd Policing and Accountability Act? I totally disagree because as we all know, George Floyd was a, a black unemployed drug addict uh, with a criminal record. And I just okay. Uh, let, let's let's first of all let's clear something up, sir. Um, you really should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you call yourself a Christian pastor. <laughs> George Floyd is dead. It's his fault. He's he's <laughs> dead because a cop killed him. No, now, he's question, dead because he was a drug addict. To you, my question to you, and that's ad, that's adverse to the evidence, by the way, what you just said. My question to you was about policy. So let me ask you, what in the policy of the George Floyd Policing Act do you disagree with? The whole idea. What Which really need, part of the policy, Jesse? Blaming the cops and no responsibility Jesse, for the blacks. I'm asking you, what part of the policy is written? You can find it at congress.gov. What part of the policy, sir, do you disagree with? This is a simple question. I disagree with the whole idea of a policy. You haven't policy. read the policy. I, you haven't even read the damn policy. Come I on, I don't Jesse. need to read it. I don't need to read you it. You don't to need to read it. Because what I've noticed is that black people today, due to their lack of love, their lack of believing in God, mm -hmm. they love evil more than they love good, so right? So that's the reason and why so, you don't read. And so the that's fact, the reason why you don't read. Right, because we're written by no good black people. And why should I waste my time knowing what they're about? Black folks today, and not all, not all, not all, but most, have no sense of direction. They're blaming everybody but themselves. And until they take responsibility for their own lives, uh, they are not going to get better. The now, real truth blame, is, let me ask George you, sir. Floyd is dead do because of George Floyd that, and no one a, else. That's a ridiculous point. But do you blame yourself for not reading the policy, or you blame somebody else? Why should I read the policy when I already know the people? They're you don't even know what's in the policy, do you? In, I don't need to know. don't want to know. I know the people who are writing it. They are no good. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Black Lives Matter. Uh, th this is probably going to end up being an utter waste of my time having you on the show. Uh, do you what, what are your thoughts about you Black don't know Lives that Matter? you may learn something. Well, we'll, we'll see, uh, preacher. Uh, what is, what's about what is it about Black Lives Matter uh, that you disagree with fundamentally? Black Lives Matter was founded by a bunch of fat black radical lesbians. Okay, and who All hate right, have God? Let me get this clown off my show. I appreciate who you. Thank hate you for being God, who hate Thank the nuclear you, family. Yeah. Listen, for those of you who wanted me to continue to engage that clown on this show, I'm sorry, I just couldn't do it. I'm only a human being, so please forgive me, okay? All right, um, here's what we'll do for the rest of the show. Um, I will read some comments, and, and I know some of you will say, oh, Rashad, that was just so rude, and, and yeah, it was. I, I couldn't take any more of that foolishness. He's not going to make a debate in good faith. Even if, even if you oppose whatever I believe on the most extreme policy side, at least you have a policy argument I can engage in a good faith debate about ideas. But if you wanna utilize this platform to bash gay people, to bash black people, to bash uh, communities that are disenfranchised, if that's all you wanna do, then no, you won't do that here. Uh, and I'm sure all of his cronies, once he puts this on his social media feed, they will try to come after me. I want all the smoke. I'm good with every bit of it. All right? Bird! <laughs>
Amazing. I wonder, he has some white people working for him. What a poser. What is a poser, James? He said, what a poser. A dishonest approach, fake, gotcha. A dishonest approach, a fake, gotcha. This guy is totally against white history, Mike, right? Yet he had white people working for him. He's against white history, Mike, but he supports homosexuality, Mike, and all that crap. What the? And I wonder, what was, is it like for those white people who are working for him, knowing that they are working with a hater? How do you get up in the morning and go to work for a man who you know hates you because of your color? What a bad word. But he ran. He put his tail between his legs. And I was surprised because he acted tough. And he started out with the tough questions. What did he think I was going to say? He already knows me. He already knows what I'm going to say. And he wasn't ready for it. And why read a stupid so-called policy when you know the policymakers? The policymakers are evil people, destructive people. What, they got to write amazing policy? What the... The intellectuals are dumb. Don't let them pull you into their trap. I want to debate the policy. Why debate the policy? It's wrong. The policymakers are evil. It's an amazing world, folks. I encourage you to go within and live within, and you can deal with the children of the lie. Really. Because they don't have a solid foundation. They have nothing to stand on. They are evil. Don't let them pull you into that world. If anything, you be honest with them, but don't get angry. Don't be hateful and bring them out of that world they are in. Mama hung up on me. Mama couldn't take it. That's just reality. So if you see Dr. Richard Richie walking down the road, ask him, Ask him why did he put a tail between his legs and run from Jesse Lee Peterson. He invited me on the show. I didn't invite myself. You would think he would have been ready. Are you ready? Are you ready for the coming of the Lord? Are you ready? Are you ready for the coming of the Lord? Be also ready. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe. And share the Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.